Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Thursday, June 24th. I'm Nyla Boudou. Here's what you need to know today. President Biden's executive orders on gun violence. Plus, Ibram X. Kendi on voting rights. But first, today's one big thing. What a lack of workers means for businesses we rely on. This morning, we're bringing you the stories of how a labor shortage is affecting two industries. Let's start with airlines. Travelers are making their way back to airports in droves. Just this past Sunday, the TSA said they screened more than 2 million people, the highest number since March 2020. But are the airlines ready? Joanne Muller is Axios' transportation correspondent and is here with the latest on this slice of the labor shortage. Good morning, Joanne. Good morning, Nyla. One example of this is American Airlines, which we heard them say recently they're canceling hundreds of flights. Is this all because they don't have enough workers? Right. They have a shortage of pilots and other associated jobs. And this really goes back to the furloughs that occurred back in October of 2020. The industry is going through some growing pains right now because it's rebounded much faster than anyone could have thought. On the other hand, we need to remember that this is only about 1% of American Airlines' overall flight uh, schedule, and they've been pretty proactive in addressing this so that hopefully people are not seeing delays on the day of travel. They're being rebooked uh, before then. And this isn't just American Airlines, though, when we're talking, for example, about the pilot shortage. That's happening across the industry. How are airlines trying to solve this? Well, that's that's true. Delta has said they're going to hire about a thousand pilots between now and next summer. United Airlines is also hiring more pilots and they've created a new uh, airline academy. They're going to try to recruit 5000 pilots between now and 2030. But what's interesting is they're working hard to make sure that half of those pilots are either women or people of color. So you mentioned with American Airlines, for example, it's just less than 1% of flights. What should travelers expect this summer? Passengers need to be patient. These crews are really stressed and doing all they can, but, but there's so many people who want to fly. And so you just need to pack your patience and, um, you know, you'll get where you need to go. Just be patient. Every time we have a conversation about air travel this summer, Joanne, you and I are going to remind people to be well-behaved. <laughs> yes. Axis is Joanne Muller from Detroit. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Nyla. In 15 seconds, what the labor shortage has meant for longstanding community restaurants. Welcome back to Axios Today. I'm Nyla Boudou. It's not just airlines that are short on workers. Small businesses in the food and service industry are scrambling to stay open, and many are citing the labor shortage as one of the main reasons. Today, we wanted to zoom in on one of those restaurants. 
Price's Chicken Coop in Charlotte, North Carolina, which closed this past weekend. And on its last day, people waited in line for hours to enjoy some chicken. If you cut the line, you run the risk of getting cut. Axios Charlotte editor Emma Way recorded that audio for us. Hi, Emma. Hey, Nyla. Emma, what did the owners of Prices say about why they were closing? Well, they cited a lot of reasons. The labor shortage was definitely one. There was also the increase in cost of food. And then there was the coin shortage. They're an all-cash establishment, so that was obviously a big challenge that they had had. We just heard some audio of their last day. What else was the mood like? It was like a block party in Charlotte. There were thousands of people. I I think that there were probably thousands over the few days. People drove miles. One person drove 400 miles from Florida to make it there. I had one reader that reached out saying they were trying to get a standby flight to Charlotte just to get one last box of fried chicken. How much does what happened at prices mirror what's happening in other cities and towns across the country right now? Yeah, it it mirrors it a lot. The pandemic has hit these mom-and-pop shops especially hard. Um, The National Restaurant Association said that of restaurants that closed during 2020 in the middle of the pandemic, the majority were these sort of long-standing businesses that meant a lot to communities. Prices had been around for 59 years. Its its owners were really experienced, and um, it's sad to lose those types of places that mean so much in a community. I look at the future of the dining scene in Charlotte and in cities all around the world. Take fried chicken, for example. They open this new trendy spot and they say, authentic fried chicken, southern fried chicken. And what they're basing it off of is places like Prices. Without places like Prices, those restaurants, they probably won't be as good. They won't have that authentic element. Um, And I think we're seeing that as as we lose more mom and pop places, not just because of the pandemic, but, but overall. Um, We're losing some of that character in communities in Charlotte and and elsewhere. Axios Charlotte editor Emma Way. Thanks, Emma. Thanks, Nyla. We had more gun-related deaths in 2020 than the U.S. has had in decades. And 2021 is on pace to be even worse. President Biden yesterday announced executive orders to curb gun violence, with one focus being to manage the flow of firearms. Axios' Marisa Fernandez tells us that applications for gun violence research has also been up. What that means is there are a lot of science evidence-based research projects out there to try and understand and tackle these issues that a lot of policymakers and community leaders on the streets don't really know how to understand, like how to educate the public on gun violence prevention or how to provide people with firearm lockups. We'll be following this closely here at Axios Today this summer, so please stay tuned. Republican senators this week blocked a major elections overhaul bill, the For the People Act, from moving forward. It's the latest chapter in the fight over voting rights in America, one that's become as much about political party as anything else. This year, more than a dozen states have already implemented new laws that restrict voting access. Dr. Ibram X. Kendi is a historian, author, and host of the new Pushkin podcast, Be Anti-Racist. He's joining us Thursdays this summer for his analysis on major issues of the day. Dr. Kendi, you've said this battle over voting rights affects every person in this country. How so? What I mean by that is, you know, in, in states that have passed these new bills, it's not just going to be harder for a urban Black Democrat to vote. It's going to be harder for a rural white 
Republican to vote. This is really a war on American voters. What would you say to people who don't see this as a war on American voters? Let's take voter fraud. I wonder how you bridge the gap between Americans who say they're worried about voter fraud, then on the other end of the spectrum, people who worry about this essential right in our democracy being taken away. It's very clear that people are not on the same page about the way that you're framing this issue. And I think that's the tragedy, that you have many Americans who have been told by people they trust that there is widespread voter fraud when there's very little, if any, documented evidence upset fraud and but they you know they trust their their elected officials or they trust their radio host and and it's unfortunate because in many cases the powerful producers of this idea that there's widespread voter fraud know that there is not widespread voter fraud but the people who are consuming it don't necessarily know that so many americans are being fed this poison that there's widespread voter fraud, which then is substantiating these bills that are going to even make it hard for those very people to vote, as, as well as the rest of us. Dr. Ibram X. Kendi is a historian and the author of How to Be an Anti-Racist. That's it for us today. For more news before tomorrow, tune into our afternoon podcast, Axios Recap. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.